Good evening. Hello and welcome to another episode of All Things YJ. This is Steve Itzkowitz, Itzy from Dollad85. With me are two members of Dollad02, Deuce. We've got Alyssa Shulman, now Alyssa Shulman-Paul. Welcome, Alyssa. Thank you. Very excited to be here. And Ben Broad. Ben Broad, how are you, Ben? Doing well. Thank you, Itzy. Glad to be here. We'll talk about a lot of things, but if those of you who remember the program team from 2008, that's the team here, Alyssa Schulman and Ben Broad. So we'll start off. Alyssa, you've got the, the multi-generation, maybe a longer answer, but how did you get to CYJ? And if you can start with the whole fam, that would be great. Yeah. So my grandmother, Norma, my mom's mom, uh, was shipped off to YJ, she says, when she was like six years old. I don't know if that was actually (laughs) accurate. Um, And uh, was there for quite a few years. And then when it came time for my mom and my uncle to go to camp, YJ was the obvious choice. Um, And then my dad and Larry Shulman and his sister, Eileen, now Grossman, um, also went to YJ. And this is very circuitous, but my aunt was my mom's counselor. And my parents didn't know each other when they were at camp, but have since kind of realized they were in the same room at the same time watching the moon landing in real time, which is a very cool bit of history in the Shulman family. Um, My parents were later set up on a blind date and pretty immediately made the YJ connection. And I really think that was, that was the spark that set everything off. And then there wasn't really ever a question um, when it came time for me and my brother Ross and YJ just, you know, it's, it's strong in our, in our roots. So that was that. So your parents didn't know each other at YJ? They met after? They didn't know each other. They were only oh, a year apart. Right. My dad says it's because my mom only went one month Dalid summer. And like, who does that? Yeah, right. And so, <laughs> um, so yeah, no, they didn't know each other, which is really crazy. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's true. And you're, you're Larry and Aileen from uh, Brookline originally? West Roxbury. West, West Roxbury. 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 That's right. Roxbury. Yes. There you go. It's right next door. Yes. There you go. Cool. And Ben, how did the broads find out about Wadja? And you're both from Needham, by the way, which is... We are from Needham. Yeah, go Rockets. It's a theme. <laughs> it's a theme. Yeah. Uh, mine is much less historical. I was... I think YJ was the buzzword in summers of like 1996, 97, 98 in Needham, Massachusetts. Um, I think my mom found out about it through a lot of moms at Temple Beth Shalom in Needham. So I'm pretty sure Amy Shulman was in the mix, Patty Tate, Nancy Cutter. Uh, so I think that's how word of mouth got to me. And then my brother came uh, the next year. So uh, Evan Broad, Dollar 2005, came in 99. So yeah, I came in 98. 98. Alyssa, what was your first summer? 97. 97. Upper Olive. Upper Olive. Lower so, bed uh, here. I always wished I started in Olive, but what so, can you do? Ben, I'm like you. I started in lower bed. And I, you know, I was never an no olive shame. counselor. No, I was never an olive camper or counselor, but I hear you. I Skipped hear you. over the whole thing. Yeah, I did. You know, my, my, my mom said to me, she goes, you want to go? It was back when I was a camper. It just went to seven weeks when uh, Alyssa, when you started, I think, in 96 or 97. I was and... a, a eight-week eight camper. I'm sorry. Oh, you were? You, oh, yeah. all right. So once, we're still around. One, one season, yeah. 
Yeah, so it was still around till the. It would, I know it changed because all the camps, everyone, all the counselors have to go back to school early, and that's mm-hmm. when it changed in the you know mid to late nineties. So interesting. That's really mm-hmm. good. So being a camper at YJ, both were campers at that time, and the Corn Ranchers had just taken over YJ in 93. So you guys kind of started that first wave. You probably, obviously, you had no point of reference. It was all new to you. But what are some of your favorite memories as campers? Ooh, that's Ooh, a good that's question. A, yeah, um, that, might, that might not be in the Word doc. It might not be in the memories. Word doc. No. So I... Um, think I was blissfully unaware that I wasn't that cool when I was a camper. <laughs> um, I just like went to camp and loved it and like loved playing sports, loved going to the activities and like realized a little later on, like I didn't actually have that many friends the first few years, um, but I still had the best time. And I guess, I don't know, my, my earlier memories are, um, I played on the boys softball team, which was like a pretty big deal back in the day as a girl. Um, I think it was just me for a time. Jesse Zacker was probably in the mix there at some point too. Um, but I just remember feeling like really cool and tough that I got to play on the boys sports team. Um, and that really like sticks out for me as a, as a big memory. But, you know, I think um, even though like I didn't really – I guess come out of my shell fully until Dalit or Gadna. Um, I still think that camp like really kind of created the person that I am today. So I love that. That's great. You know, Got to yeah. go through those years of figuring out who you are. And I guess I did that at YJ. <laughs> so Ben, when you were cut from the softball team and Alyssa took your spot. Uh, <laughs> she did take my spot. I think I was an alternate on the senior boys, but like for one month. That, so actually you you dovetail nicely into my my memories, which is I definitely enjoyed playing a lot of sports, but I was very vertically challenged uh, compared to a lot of other uh, campers. So I excelled at things like archery and frisbee. And uh, on the flip side, I was a terrible swimmer. As much as I enjoyed going to the waterfront, I was in level three up until my Dalid summer. I think so, I was too. Maybe yeah. level four, but definitely nothing beyond that. Yeah, I was. I'm in the same boat as you guys. I'm like, I, I, you know, intermediate. We used to call it back then, but I was mm-hmm. forever, forever. I mean, we used to call it advanced beginners. I'm like forever advanced yep. beginner. That's, <laughs> That's accurate. Yeah, I, I think also like something that that stuck out to me was. And this was all in good fun, but like pranking each other as, as campers in boys area, just like, you know, light, light pranking and fun uh, definitely sticks out to me. I feel like we still try to prank each other to this day based on stuff we used to do to one another. Give me, uh, give me in, a P, uh, give me a PG prank. Give me a, give me something. Oh good. man. Uh, uh, I like how you call up. it light pranking. Light pranking. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'll buy it. I'm sold. I'm sold. Mm. We definitely carried someone out to Foster Field in their sleeping bag. That was maybe yeah. medium pranking. Yeah. Um, yeah might, that might garner a phone call home. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. In but, 1998, I don't know. I don't know. I think we could get away with a little bit more back in the mid-90s uh, than yeah. they do now. <laughs> I, I would I would agree with that. I would. And, back, and then if you ask the generations before him what they did, and it, totally it's like, they're like, you'd be in jail. What, what were you doing? What were you thinking of? <laughs> <laughs> crazy like that. So you guys, who are some of your like favorite counselors or biggest influence? I never like to say favorite counselors, biggest influences uh, um, as counselors. And it doesn't have to be your bunk counselor. It could be other administrators. I think for me and like also for the rest of the girls from my age, we were kind of always like 
always paired with the Dalid 97 girls. Like they were in Dalid my first summer. So like that was like the big sister, little sister thing. And then they kind of were our counselors all the way through. So like our Dalid summer, they were our Dalid counselors. And it just always felt like a nice kinship with them. Right. And now all their kids are coming to camp. That's crazy. Uh, like wow. uh, Amanda Pritzker's kid. Uh, yeah, and, it's uh, like Amanda and Alana yeah, Strauss. Alana like, Strauss. They were right. like all with us from day one. That's amazing. Yeah. I got to lead an Israel trip with Alana, the only trip I ever led in 04. And she was the best. Yeah. And we're still, best. You know, we, we still shoot, you know, keep in touch with each other 18 years later. Mm-hmm. Ben, how about you? Who, who are your, some of your big influences as yeah, a camper? So I think Dalit 97 and 98, um, those counselors followed us around for a while too. Um, Keith Pabian was always someone I looked up to. We, we used to like <clears throat> laugh late at night about just silly. I don't even know. He would do the, the deep thoughts every morning, uh, <laughs> at breakfast. And we used, I think Jason Tate and I used to try to help him come up with ones. We would like steal taglines from, uh, sporting goods, uh, equipments like champion. It takes a little more to be a champion. That kind of thing. Uh, very, I don't know where, where we got most of our material, but some of it was ripped off. Um, Scott Cellist, who remains a very good friend of mine, uh, first met him as the, I think the assistant head of boys area. And he was always like a role model and then became a, a close friend and someone I keep in touch with, uh, 20 something years later, Dave Pratt, very similar, someone who I saw as a Dalit counselor or Dalit camper in 98 when I was there, seemed like the coolest guy around. Uh, realize he also is from Needham and we just got to know each other much, uh, much better on staff and later. And he ended up living with me in Boston for several years. So uh, we have a lot of history as well, but it's like, don't meet your idols, they say, but I don't know. They're, they're pretty cool. A lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. This is great guys. Great guy. I just actually texted with Scott and uh, earlier today and uh, Pratty's Grateful Dead related. Uh, perhaps, perhaps, <laughs> uh, perhaps, perhaps a road trip in the, in the spring. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, for Pratty, Pratty's nieces are there at camp now, and it's that's right. Robin uh, is working with us. She's been back for last year, last year and this year, and it's yeah. so it's great to still have those connections. Twenty, you know, twenty years later, twenty years. Yeah, later. I, you, I mean, look, you guys are twenty dollar twenty years ago. I that's insane. Crazy. That feels mm-hmm. impossible. And and by the way, both of you just had milestones. Congratulations on Alyssa just getting married, and Thank Ben you. for having a baby just just all this fall. It's very exciting. Thanks so much. Too. So let's talk about that thing that is O two O Deuce. How how does this group just it has remained so tight? Did it did it start out it, it, or just built up over the years and it's oh, just man. continued? Yeah. I know, is there, I know, it's one of the most wonderful things about YJ about the connection. Depends who you group. ask. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's right. very true. I was I, Jason Tate here. Jason, come on in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he definitely feels very left out from this little powwow. Um, wow, we... I was going to have collars, but it would be it would be chaotic. <laughs> um, you know, I will say first like I feel like it is extremely rare and like very lucky what we have with our group Mm -hmm. of friends from Mm -hmm. our Dalid like we really are like best friends like brothers and sisters and there's still like a very large group of us and we get together a few times a year for weekends away and you know I just got married and I was like the last of our core group of friends to get married and just having everyone there it was like such an amazing love fest and um, you know, now I feel like we're like a complete crew, all of us and our spouses and everyone gets along with each other. And it's like, it's just a really beautiful, rare thing 20 years later to still, to still have these relationships with each other. Um, 
I would say for me, it started, um, I was always friends with Jenna Feldman, now Jenna White. Um, Mm -hmm. We grew up together in Needham, and then she came to YJ, I think, like, Upper Better, Lower Gimmel, um, and Dana Goldberg, now Dana Cutter. Um, But, like, we weren't really super close with Jesse Zacker and Julie Baskin and Danielle Ain, and that just kind of evolved, I would say, after like during and after Godna. Um, and then in the years since, just like visiting each other in college, visiting each other in New York or Boston or wherever we were living. And it just kind of became this organic thing that just grew over time. And like, you know, they're like sisters to me. So I feel very lucky. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And Ben, and not only the O2 guys, you're, you guys are friends with uh, a bunch of guys from O3 and 04 and 80s 04 and and their and the spouses carly uh, uh stevie's wife is 05 and kayla cornerich mm-hmm. right now kayla rubin is 06 so you know that you guys were all on staff together too but were you guys all close as campers more with the o2s yeah definitely a little closer but i think we were all pretty friendly and you know maybe friendly rivalries uh between dalids but the being on staff together definitely strengthen those bonds and i think just being with each other all the time through thick and thin uh you know and and for a lot of us even were together during college um you know i went to umass and there were a heck of a lot of yjers there and even in my professional life uh i now work with some uh former yjers so um i don't know just being all those steps throughout life and still seeing each other and still sticking with each other um, it just makes it that much stronger. And uh, we still all like each other, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> Not to name, time. Yeah, exactly. Not to name drop, but name drop. Who are you working with? So I work with Carly Speyer, formerly Carly sure. Davis, and sure. uh, Benjamin Breyer. He's no longer with our company, but he was there for a little while, which was a funny uh, coincidence. The other Ben B from Needham that went to YJ who was programming. <laughs> Good old, that's so random. Good old Bambi. very specific. I and will then, say we cannot leave out the fact that two of our O2 girls also married Dalit O2 oh, spouses. Right, right. So now we have Matt Cutter, who's married to Dana, <sighs> and Alex Gilman, who's married to Julie. So like, we've just kind of- Back ex- in the fold after ex- a hiatus. Exactly. Right. That's, that's <laughs> so amazing. we've absorbed them as well at this point. Mm-hmm. Listen, you read my mind because I had that little note. I'm like, Dude, there are a couple O two O two couples. I knew that. There <laughs> are, yeah. That was perfect. That was really nice. Speaking of Alex's uh, grandmother, great grandmother actually told the story of how YJ was uh, brought, uh, kind of the birth of YJ. Her, uh, he has two great uncles, Sumner Alpert mm-hmm. and Carl. Was it Carl Sumner Alpert? Anyway, they're the ones who came up. They were uh, day campers at the Young Judea Day Camp, and they wanted to find out, you know, can we do this, you know overnight and that's they went to the levine brothers and with the idea and levine brothers had the 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 money and found the land up at camp and here we are here we are 84 years later did not know that yeah i know well it's a great video i'll share it with you it's on youtube yeah please yeah that alex they sent to me alex's mom sent to me uh which is what it was just so wonderful and you have to turn it up a little bit. Yeah, you know, it tells the story of YJ, like, which is something I didn't know. I knew, I knew we had a camp and we were, uh, the Young Judea thing was in Upton, Massachusetts, the day camp. But I had no idea of like how, who came up with the idea. I, I, I had always heard it was the Levines. But anyway, that's another story for history. another day. 
history history with Waje with Itzy. So now, so now you guys are in that period of Waje when we didn't go to Israel for a couple of years. You were the That's last right. trip to go to Europe. We and were. You had, you had Jesse's sister Sarah Zacker lead the trip along with Sam Hochberg and Marcy Beckerman. All That's three right. of Dollar ninety five. Uh, what was that trip like? If you can remember some of the fun highlights. Well, uh, it was amazing and i think a really unique experience and also one of the perks of that trip was the fact that we all then later get got to go on birthright on our own since Mm -hmm. we hadn't been to israel before so we all kind of got like the double gadna experience i think um but that trip to europe was amazing and like for me was really when i like solidified my friendship with so many of the people that are in my life today um we did have some snafus with people being sent home because they took a bunch of 16 year olds to Amsterdam and like, yeah. I don't know what they expected was going <laughs> to was gonna happen. But um, I think other than that, it was like a pretty successful trip. I and agree. That, those things happen. Those things happen. Yeah. Take a step forward and take a step back. And, you know, those things happen. I think we, still, being... we definitely still have like some inside jokes and things that we say that originated For on sure. that trip in 2003, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And we, I think we were fortunate actually, because we were the third and final uh, Europe trip. And I think they worked a lot of the kinks out in the what is it, 2001 and 2002 trips? No, not to throw shade, but I think ours was like pretty well crafted. Um, not a lot of downtime or um, or anything like that. But yeah, just a lot of silliness on buses and uh, planes and hotel rooms. And again, just being stuck with these people for, I don't even know how many hours at a time, uh, taking bites out of a bologna on a, a bus that's crossing... <laughs> country lines uh in, at like 4 a.m just i don't know just ridiculous stuff um that's why we're still friends 20 years later wow that's that's awesome that's awesome and because we I, all got to witness jason pooping but the don quixote windmills of course that was stuff that legends are made out of right <laughs> absolutely that's right that's that's really funny so now you guys you now the next year you're all cas or most of you guys come back as cas yeah most and, of us came back yeah so what i mean this is you know a while ago a, a while ago 2000 and, 2004 um, 2004 but so now you're transitioning from camper to counselor and that's got to be kind of strange because there's still some of the counselors who when you were campers are still on staff but now you're contemporaries correct yeah yeah so a little weird, at, a little weird yeah. at first, but I think after like orientation in the first week or so, it, it didn't really feel that way anymore. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. What um, what who are some of your t- the campers that uh, you know resonate with you guys or or your, your well, member? I was a G one counselor my CA summer, and also, and I. Guarantee they do not use this term anymore, but I was the kitchen bitch. Is that still a thing? Um, we would call it a uh, kitchen supervisor. Okay, supervisor. that is much yeah. nicer. Yeah, um, yeah. But the, I... The, K, yeah. the KB thing we got rid of. Okay, so I was the kitchen supervisor in addition to being a G1 counselor, which is like a pretty heavy workload yeah, for yeah, a 16-year-old. So. Um, and Sounds like your job now. Yeah, I was also <laughs> in charge of the people from Dalit 04 who like, you know, now are, are like, were our friends basically from the second that they were on staff. But like, it's really hard to wrangle and be in charge of people that are like 
a year younger than you when you have never had experience like being in charge of anyone before um you say they lightly pranked you they (laughs) definitely i actually yes i have a great light light prank which was that they used to every time i went back into the kitchen they would see how far out of the dining hall they could roll the salad bar. Um, So it would be like halfway up the Brandeis Hill by the time I discovered it was missing, like five minutes before the meals were set to start. That's impressive. That is pretty Um, good. So that was some good light pranking, I think. Um, But I, yeah, so I was a G1 counselor. And funny enough, one of my campers was... Um, Beth Wilner, who is now my brother's girlfriend. Um, So like similar trajectory to my aunt being my mom's counselor back in the (laughs) day. (laughs) Wow, that is interesting. Yeah. And I feel like something, didn't you, they paint you silver and weren't you at the salad bar? Yeah. I was the salad bar guard. Yeah. I think it started (laughs) there. I think this was our CA. Wasn't it our banquet or something? Yeah, we were the blue man group, and so we all painted ourselves blue, but I was the one, Sarah Zacker and I were the ones that stood outside the entire time oh, painted blue. Oh, we did blue. like the Oscars uh, or something. Yeah, the Os- uh, then the Oscars. So this, so, this, is a ban- this is a final banquet or a first month banquet? First month yeah. CA banquet? Okay, okay. And then so then we did Oscars, and I painted myself gold, and I did the exact same thing. And then for whatever reason, we came up with the idea for the salad bar guard, so I painted myself silver. So... I think I just liked painting myself <laughs> and standing around the dining hall. It yeah, paid off. Totally, totally sanitary. It's yeah. No, not an issue. Not an issue. But I also like what you did one opening show. I think it was probably your third or fourth year on staff when you were head of music and Julie Baskin, now Julie Gilman, was head of writing. Oh, yes. You guys, com- well. you guys combined music and writing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so- what- what did you, the yeah, opening the opening night show all the departments give a little skit or a song right to for the the campers and we realized that music and riflery had some of the smallest staffs and many shared members of those smaller staffs i think erica seidman evan abrams i am blanking on whoever else but we decided to combine staffs and come up with a staff called mufelry <laughs> um i think there was an umlaut over the uh, over the u there were we definitely umlauts, like a lot of things we did. Like the we prize made a lot booth. of jokes with umlauts for whatever reason. Yeah, prize booth at the Dollar yeah. Carnival. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. I forgot about Mufelry. Wow. Yeah, no, that, that was that. See, you guys, I know you guys have your notes. I have my little notes of things I'm trying to remember too. It's been a while. You that's know? a impressive. really impressive thing to remember. Yeah, well, that's see, that's what a great thing about camp is that that, that little thing would stick with you. 14 years later and mm-hmm. you you know I'm like, I I'm like who was my, who was working in the area with me that year I know it's peach probably but you know but it'll take me <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, that it's crazy like that. But you you got so now your your counselors with all the you know these crew who's what's that noise behind there? I keep hearing a little noise. Is there everything okay over there? Oh, I'm like by myself. Everything's fine here. Yeah. Is it coming here. from me? I don't know. Are you are you breaking bottles in the background? It's okay. Not planning on it. That's fine. It's uh, things in Hudson change, man. Yes. So now you guys are you you've been on staff for a couple of years, and your fifth year staff, which doesn't happen that much in girls area, mm-hmm. happens in boys area, and you guys become the program team for 08. Uh, let's talk about oh, that. A it little. was the best. Go go for it. Tell me. <laughs> Probably about the it. best job I'll ever have. <laughs> it's up there. 
Um, we were so excited to do this job together. Mm -hmm. It was like such a natural fit for us. I feel like just like friends for so long, similar weird senses of humor, just like the perfect, the perfect non-marriage marriage. Yeah, I agree. And we got to be on microphone like three or more times a day. So we just got to be really silly, uh, come up with a bunch of dumb jokes that I can't remember most of them, but. Oh yeah. At the uh, end of, so we, we are, we're also going back through some memories today to prepare for chatting with you. And, um, forgot that we used to Ben used to walk me back to girls area at the end of every night that we did programming and shake my hand and say, Hey, good job today. Maybe you gave me a hug, but like mm. I have it in my head as a handshake, but it was probably okay. a hug. and I always say, Hey, good job today. And it mm-hmm. was just like a nice little tradition and way to end the day. Oh, I um, love that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we had so much fun doing that job and being up on the microphone and planning things for right. the there whole was this, camp. There was the, the dining hall and like the activities where we were sort of the MCs and that was a lot of fun. But we also were doing a lot of planning behind the scenes to help Marcy make camp run. So Alyssa remembered one. I'm going to let her tell it because um, okay. I think I'm the bad guy. But uh... <laughs> there was a night out I oh, want to say roller that skating. it was roller yep. skating, and I want to say it was like place we had been many years. Sure. I don't know. It would must have been like one age group was going roller skating or something. Probably, yeah. probably Dalit. Probably. Dalit. Um, ben had booked that particular night out and was on his day off when this night out was taking place, and we arrived to the destination with an entire busload, and they were closed doors locked padlocked padlocked nothing i don't even remember like what ended up happening from there i just like i think there was a pivot to an arcade or something like that or maybe tee off at mel's like last minute i don't know i I think it's like pretty much the biggest blunder you can make in programming and i I was ignorantly like (laughs) i was blissfully (laughs) ignorant on my day off thinking everything's probably fine at camp i bet they're enjoying their their night out I think I had, uh, it was Blumpkin's group. It was Upper Gimmel. It was, uh, so that was 08, right? So they, it, we ended up at Fun World in Nashua. Okay. That's where we ended up. I, a I, great I, establishment I had, as well. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I, I was leading that trip. Just that's, I remember that really well. Like, I mean, because that story comes up every once in a while. But for, for, you know, there's not that many people who were there in 08, trust me. But there's a few of us. Carl's still around, Zach or Ryan wow. Rosen, those types. Another neat, neat guy right yeah mm-hmm. we I also remember. we got very yeah, go very into the planning of all of these like you know quote-unquote breaks that we had to do um and there was one particular trip day where we went to arts and crafts after the rest of camp was asleep i will say this is a very fun perk of programming you kind of like can just roam around and it's just like cool. at least you could in 2008 yeah. i don't yeah. know and um we went permission. to arts and crafts. Yeah, we yeah. made this like crazy banner i guess to announce trip day probably in a really stupid way we were racking our I remember it was really long like the, we took like a mile said. of paper <laughs> and we really didn't want anyone to figure out that it was going to be trip day so we brought the sign over to levine and for i don't know why we like didn't go back to our bunks and like go to sleep and then go back to levine in the morning we like slept on the floor of levine with the banner oh. and then we like unfurled it at 
breakfast that morning or like the dining hall i recall that um yeah i don't know we just like love doing stupid things like that oh, that's, that's so funny uh, stupid, you know i was gonna say stupid and expensive things because uh ken actually let us land a helicopter on yeah. the field as part of the caveat break that was a follow-up question yeah let that was perhaps the, one of the best breaks I've ever seen because I'll, I mean, I'll let you guys explain it. Cause you guys did it. Go ahead. Ben yeah, you, ben. Oh man. I think we just wanted to make a splash. Um, did we, I it, think was not, we it was a night to... out. It was a night out. Yes. yes. We, you're right. We told everyone it was night out. So everyone right. was in their yep. YJs. Right. And, yep. And the buses showed up. Yeah. Right. Yes. Buses pulled around Lou Brown. That was yep. a really so, smart touch of us. Oh, okay. such a great, such a great curveball. Expensive, but great curveball. Right. That's what I'm saying. This adds up. Right. right. <laughs> Not cheap. Right. And then right. it was a pre-night out cookout, so everyone was already outside. Mm-hmm. Was Correct. In right. Lou Brown or on Foster Fields. Um, I think it was a bit for me. I think it was a throwback to our Dalid Summer Maccabi outbreak, which was an airplane with a banner during Woodstock. Is that oh, checking okay. out? Sure. Yeah, that checks uh, out. That's sure. So we, I think we needed an airborne uh, break on our our programming summer as well to to pay tribute. Wow. So I'm I'm standing from my POV. I'm, I had no idea. I'm like, what's going on? It's <laughs> night out, right? And so I'm, like, I'm talking to Marcy Cornrich in Lou Brown Park and Neil King, our former maintenance director from the you know the 80s, 90s up until uh, 2012. He comes up. He goes, Hey, Marcy, I. Uh, I clear the soccer field with the net so it can land. And she, Marcy looks at me. She goes, shut up. I'm like, I didn't say anything. She, she just gave me the look. I'm like, all right, I'll just let it happen. And it was awesome because mm-hmm. it, yeah. it was the best curveball. So oh, I like yeah. a helicopter lands on Foster Field. Ken and then steps out. Ken steps out with you guys, right? Were you I guys think it was Ken and Jamie. You were on the ground. Like, oh, Jamie. you're right. We were, we're on the ground. Like, army fatigues. Mm-hmm. Okay. And okay. we just... Yeah, then I think people pretty much were like, oh, it's Maccabi. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was also during, um, we were playing a staff game called Assassins. You guys remember this. Really oh, well. wow. Assassins was about Assassins. It was, it was during Assassins because I, I was, I had um, some Israeli counselor who happened to be on OD. So I, I just like walked into girls area. I'm like, hey, can I use the phone? And I think we had to pull on the ear and say, I uh, I just work here or something like that. Or was, or was yeah, the yeah, line, yeah. That was the, was the catchphrase, was, I think. Yeah. Or is the line from uh, Batman, Dark uh, Dark Knight? Um, why anyway. so serious? Yeah, why so serious? Might <laughs> oh, have been that. God. Yeah, might have been that. So I, so I'm like, oh, I'm taking advantage of this. And Alyssa, I got you on your birthday. I remember that Lou Brown. Oh Bart. my Ooh. God! Wow, yeah. that's so I, rude. I, I know it's terrible. <laughs> so bad. I'm like Alyssa, happy birthday, and I give you a hug and especially as someone who loves their birthday. That's yeah, I know. True. And uh, we can't talk about your other birthday. I can't <laughs> yeah, actually, more. <laughs> I actually asked Ben if I if he thought I was allowed to talk about that. Uh, probably. I think not. Itzy just talked about it. The amount we need to talk. Yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the reference. The re- those who know know, and those who know we'll will just ask. leave it at that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. But one of the things I love when you when you were a program was Alyssa, you were relentless to your brother Russ about uh uh made him sing I'm a map like every meal, I felt like. <laughs> I don't you remember know, that. That sounds right. Yeah, she was like, Russ, do the song and you would sing like I just remember like Ross and I both have summer birthdays and for whatever reason, the way his birthday fell, like six out of seven summers, his birthday was during Maccabia and during Silent uh, Lunch. So oh, he like never got a proper oh. happy birthday. <laughs> 
<laughs> we always talk about that still in our family. Like, oh, remember when it was your birthday on silent lunch every year? Oh my God, that's so um, crazy. But we did have one. So one of me and Ben's favorite things to do before the summer 08 was to brainstorm fake Maccabi breaks and send them to Jamie Siegel for her approval. And I think we like drove her to insanity. Doing that. <laughs> there were some duds for sure. Yeah, oh, sure. but Ben, I'll let you get into the best one, which is also Jason Tatum's <sighs> favorite if he's listening. Yeah. So, oh man, I think I wanted something like with a bang, right? So I wanted an explosion if that was safe to do, which I, I wasn't sure, but I, I was gunning for it. I also wanted to kind of like trick everyone and not think that there was anything explosive happening. So I thought, why don't we bring in a petting zoo? Um, we have you know, all sorts of animals, really lull everyone into this sense of uh, cuteness and safety and all of that. And, uh, you know, unbeknownst to the crowd, at a safe distance, there would be this lone sheep. And all of a sudden, it would explode, an exploding sheep, and it would shout out, Maccabi Ba! <laughs> And I couldn't get buy-in for whatever reason from Jamie. <laughs> yeah. I wonder why. It, it sounds like it would work and not scare children for life at all. No, not not at, all. at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love Maccabi Ba. <laughs> That's yeah, really we funny. had a lot of fun doing oh, that. Oh my, god. <laughs> oh my god, that is great. That's great. So, so Alyssa, you came back the next year, kind of as a driver, administrative aide, right? No nine for a couple weeks. Yeah, for a few weeks. I think that was yeah. also like it was like swine flu was big that oh, year. Um, swine swine was um, so brutal. I should but, have gone and led God now with Ben, which I was ooh, asked to do, but I didn't know what I was doing when I was graduating, and I politely declined which was the wrong choice obviously in hindsight um and then like camp was starting and i didn't have a job yet and i was freaking out so i went back to camp for a few weeks and just yeah. like helped with whatever needed to be done and i, think I just jesse, liked jesse, being yeah. there oh it's great i think jesse came back like and relieved you yeah we like one of us relieved yeah. the other i don't remember yeah. but it was like mostly driving kids to urgent care because everyone had like swine flu or something Meanwhile, Ben's in the land of milk and honey with with uh, Peach and Jess Novick. Is that right? That's right. Yep. In '09, and how was that experience taking the? It was awesome. So Alyssa alluded to this earlier. We went to Europe, so we actually did not get the Gadna Israel experience. I, I did later get to go on Birthright, which was nice. I wouldn't have been able to go if I had gone on Gadna, uh, but I actually got to lead the Israel Gadna trip too. So I felt really fortunate that I got to experience our very special Europe trip. And then I got to lead um, the Dalit 08 kids to Gadna 09 in Israel. So I felt really fortunate. And that was my first time in the country. So I got to experience it like for the first time with them. Oh, that's cool. Um, that's cool. Yeah. And so many of those kids I like still see or keep in touch with. A really great group of kids. Um, we just had a lot of fun out there. Yeah, and I was with Jess Novick and Peach. That's Josh mm -hmm. Goldstein from Dalit both from Dalit 01. And now that's right. And Jess was the programmer in 07 with now her husband, Avi. Mm -hmm. Avi yeah. so, they, so they actually got married. I'm like, you guys, which were like a, a fake can't marry couple. <laughs> 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 but that's, that's awesome. Awesome. So now, um, you know, this is this is great. We've got a few more minutes. Any any uh, let me hear some of the more anecdotes that you guys were uh, throwing out to each other. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Or is there anything left in your document? How about that? If not, it's fine. 
I was just kind of reiterating that I, I've literally stayed connected with YJ folks through my entire life. Like, yeah. it, it does feel, and I was listening to some of your, the earlier podcasts and this theme of like, these are your family. And yeah. like, it, it's just this huge family that keeps growing and you can always depend on each other. And like, Alyssa's family is my family. I, I've, I've, they've taken me under their wing. Uh, I spend, you know, weekends in the summers with them. I, I see them even without Alyssa. Um, so <laughs> like a lot of extended YJ family have become really close to me as well. So that's really important to me. That's totally. right. And that's I, like such a beautiful thing. And like, you know, the fact that we've all known each other since we were what, eight, nine years old. And now yeah. like our friends all have babies and like, we're now kind of experiencing like this whole new life phase together, which is just like, it's just really amazing. And it's a really rare, beautiful thing that there's, you know, our core group of camp people, it's like what, nine or 10 of us and our spouses and now like 16 babies are part of that mm -hmm. out. And like, it's, it's just, it's a really incredible thing. And yeah, like there's that, a big contingency of, of Dalid's uh, 2032 through 2037 yep. potentially. Oh yeah. Coming. Like camps like already sold out for those years. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. You guys know I have a spreadsheet that has all the babies. It's scary, but it's true. When's the uh, deposit due? Yeah. Like I'm like, okay, if we can hit them up now, we could, you know, yeah. we'll give you a deal to 15 Thank years you. in advance. Exactly. But I would, when you, uh, this is funny because you just mentioned, uh, you know, your friends with the other dollars and you're talking about Israel. Yeah. And you talked about birthright. I believe our good friend, Ben Lichman scammed the system and got to go to birthright, even though he, he double dipped. I think he double dipped. <laughs> he did change the rules later. I'll throw him under the bus just for that one. Just and Hey, like that's it. my uh, trivia co-host you're talking I, about. I know. YJ <laughs> inaugural <laughs> trivia. He's been destroying me in words with friends. Like I'm like, he's a lawyer. He's good he's with like, words. He really is. He's good. He's got a good strategy. But that's awesome. <laughs> but when, Alyssa, what you said about connecting and keeping that connection, how your parents met. I wonder. I'm wondering because I've heard this before. Like, like once you find out that. It's like you're on a blind date or whatever. Oh, you went to summer camp. Where'd you go? Oh, I went to YJ. You went to YJ. Automatically, you're connected, right? Because of YJ. Totally. Right? I mean, so my my now very new husband um, did not go to YJ, but did go to camp. So like, I felt feel like I can trust him because he went to camp yeah. of some form, even though it wasn't our camp. Um, and like, you know, he knows that YJ is, is the future of our family. That's a non-negotiable. <laughs> um, so um, yeah, it's, I think that camp just like brings me personally, like so much comfort and just makes me feel closer to people that have that shared experience. Cause if you didn't go, you really don't know what it's all about. And like, I really was one of those like kids from like age nine to whatever, 21, 22, that like actually was the definition of living 10 months for two. Hmm. Um, and I think all of our friends like felt the same way, you know, we like went to see each other on the weekends in high school rather than mm -hmm. hanging out with the people that we went to high school with. Like it was, it's just like, it's just, it's the best. It really is. I mean, and not only when you, you connect with people, there's that there's a comfort level now too. Once yep. you find out someone else went to watch you're like, Oh, who do you know? What did that? And then you'll, you'll find a common ground. It's pretty amazing. And nowadays you talk about the group staying together. Just, you know, we had our camper reunion uh, just a couple weeks ago and the night before the the upper gimmels are together the dolls are together the we had the last sure. year, 
the God, not both God, not trips were together. And the staff probably had, you know, I know the staff works together too. And I'm like, that's, you know, you're talking five or six different years and for the staff, multiple generations. So it just goes on and it will go on, you know, till 23. And, and as they always say, camp is bigger than all of us because it's this, this, just this place that has magic. There's definitely magic in there. Totally. Yeah, O2 has uh, Thanksgiving timing tra- traditions. Like we meet up, we get dinner, we we uh, have a lot of fun on Thanksgiving, post-Thanksgiving Saturday, because that's when we used to get together before the reunion. So that that's another thing that's like 20-something years later, we still hang out during that time of the year uh, all together. Yeah, it's great. And, it's, and you guys just, yeah, I like, go ahead. Um, so I... I got married a few weeks ago and um, I did not have a wedding party, but I had, you know, Jenna Feldman was there with me for the whole day, just like getting ready. And she delivered me the morning of the wedding, a Schmerl written by Ben and Jason um, that I will not read aloud, but it's probably the funniest I have ever laughed in my entire life, like to the point of like, I was sobbing with tears. I was laughing so hard. Like, it's just these traditions that we made whatever 20 years ago that are like still so ingrained in us and our friendships are just the best. I'm I'm very fortunate that I think Amy Shulman was videoing the reading of that Shmarrow. So Jason, I got to see her reaction and uh, it was worth it. And then, no. like you know, my my non camp friends that were with me were like, "What's a schmerl?" And I was like, "It's a camp thing." And they were like, "Oh God!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the reaction. Don't worry about it. All you need to know is it's a camp thing. <laughs> right. And for our listeners out there who don't know what a schmerl is, it's a poem. It's almost like a, a, a an ode to the person, and it rhymes with some crazy scheme. But it was brought to camp from uh, by Dara Siegel, I believe. Mm-hmm. Dara Siegel. Canadian roots. Canadian roots. It at least it probably has. Things. Does Schmerl's not happen anymore? You know, it's one of those things that you know that it, it's a generational thing. It could happen. I think it it's could... really one of those things that like brought a lot of people on staff together that normally wouldn't have really like been super close. To I, yeah, it's like yeah, a really yeah, nice yeah. Like, unifying thing. No, isn't it true. like one every day? So you kind of had so. to like pick someone you might not know that well, maybe by the end of the summer. So. Right, yeah, right. People got to know each other. My, I have my Schmerl still up in my office hmm. at camp. You know, guess who wrote my Schmerl? It, I'll tell you. it was bon- Bonnie uh, Rodman. Bonnie oh. Rodman. She would only come up for like the last 10 days. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, that's a Schmerl to me. I'm like sitting at the head table. I'm like, huh? <laughs> I'm like, oh, that was nice. That was nice. So you guys have been awesome. This is like, I, we could probably go on for a while, but you know, we yeah, do this have is a, so much fun. This is so great. Yeah. You, I, and I just want to give, again, a great shout out to the 02 Deuce. What a dollar. You know, there, there's not too many like it. The 07s are, are close, but you, <laughs> you guys, you guys are, you know, really for the, at least for this generation have really and it's what you said Alyssa, it's organic and that's the best part about it it's it's like the and these friendships go on and now you guys have expanded with the o3s o4s up to o6s and maybe the o7s who knows you know it's just wonderful i think it's great so i want to thank you guys for both coming on the show thanks so and much for having us this thank was you so fun. it was like so fun to just reminisce and Talk Seriously. about all of our favorite stupid memories. So oh my god! <laughs> yeah, Alyssa, you're an infectious laugh. I want to. Mm-hmm. I want to see the Cheryl uh, on video. That's amazing. Yeah, 
I'll send yeah. it to you, but you cannot send it to anyone else. No, 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 no. Of course not. Of course not. Of course not. Of course not. And of course, you know, Alyssa, you also, your family, your, uh, I forgot to mention earlier, your cousins Bobby and Jen were also at, at camp during that time. And Bobby yes, was on they staff were. And my cousin Aaron also was on staff for a short time. He was not a camper. What's Aaron's last name? Grossman. Oh, yeah. Yep. Sure. Um, yeah, we were a whole family affair. Mm-hmm. And then Evan Broad was there for a, a while, up and through Dollar. Yep. Then, yeah, yeah, he went through Dollar. Yep. Yeah, and I remember seeing you guys at Fenway one day. One mm-hmm. day. I think it was like yeah. a Patriots day. I feel like it was a Patriots day. Mm-hmm. Patriots game. But anyway, so we'll leave it off at this, and we'll say thank you, O two O Deuce, and we'll do it again soon. Awesome. Right, you guys just hang on for a second, and I'm just going to say thanks for listening and listen for the next one. All guests appearing on All Things YJ get a free boat ride around the lake from Carl. <laughs> uh, they, they get the choose of a, a nut-free candy bar and canteen. And for you guys, maybe I can sneak you a Snickers. But I mean, we will actually show up and do that this summer. So yes, no. please. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a fake. That was a fake. That was a fake. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys.